podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Into Steiner, I thought he was German. He is not. He's Italian. No uh, way. Into from... Steineretti, no. <laughs> he is. He is from the South Tyrol, which is a German-speaking part of Italy. Uh, he does speak Italian very well with the German accent, but very well, and he is Italian indeed. I never knew that. Abby, did you know that? No, I didn't. <laughs> to the News from the Nerds podcast, the midweek news show by the Formula Nerds. I'm Ollie. I'm stepping in today. We have a lot of illness. Over the next 10 to 15 minutes or so, however much we can cover, we'll cover the main news headlines from the past week going into the Australian Grand Prix. Now, we have immense sickness in the Formula Nerds. There is like a plague running through us. So, um... Abby has been able to join us, but she's she's near death. Um, but Abby, how how are you doing? I've been better, but I felt I had to push through and be here because I've never missed an episode of News from the Nerds, so I couldn't miss this week's. Well, I've never presented one, so it's, it, this is incredible. Um, and we do have Delilah who's stepping in. Delilah is our W Series editor for the Formula Nerds. She stepped up to help us get through this episode where I don't know what I'm doing. Abby is not very well. And Delilah, you're going to save the day, aren't you? I am going to save the day. It was a very last minute call, but I am here. I'm very excited to have you on this podcast. So let's see how it goes. So Delilah, for those that don't know you, um, you are... Well, they've probably worked out your Italian by now, but where where in the world are you? And what's your favourite team driver? What do you love about the sport, Formula One? Okay, so I am originally from Monza, Italy, um, next to the track. Now I am, however, in Verstappenland, so in the Netherlands, to study. Um, my favourite team has to be Ferrari. My favourite drivers, well, um, they are Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen. So this year it's very exciting um, and also very anxious every race. And yeah, that's it. And I love about the, the sport, just the competitiveness, but also the passion from the Tifosi and, and everything else, I guess. And Delilah taught me how to say Monza. Is, is that right? Have I got it right? Yes. Ah, yes. Finally. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go Monza next year. And she's like, no, you're not going to Monza. You're going to Monza. Uh, <laughs> so um, <laughs> did I get it right? I did. Yeah. Sort of. Yes. Sort of. OK. Right. But this weekend, we're not going to Monza. We are going to the Australian Grand Prix where we haven't been for two years now. And it's felt very strange. But this is the homecoming for the Australian driver, Danny Ricardo. Guys, are you looking forward to going back to, to um, I nearly said Monza then. Are you, nearly, are you looking 
forward to going back to Australia. It feels like forever, right? Um, Abby, what are you most looking forward to this weekend? It certainly does feel like forever since we've been in the land of Oz. But being a McLaren fan, I love Lando Norris and I love Daniel Ricciardo. So to see Ricciardo back racing in his homeland, that's what I'm most looking forward to. He said he's excited to put on a show and I'm hoping McLaren can bring a good car to this weekend and score some points. I I might not say a podium because I feel like that's a bit of a stretch at the moment, but I'm just looking for some good racing and I'm excited to be back in Australia. Okay. Um, And and Delilah, in terms of Danny Rick and the Australian Grand Prix, what is it you're most looking forward to? I think obviously his return, maybe we're going to see, I don't know, his parents. We know that he wasn't able to be at home during the pandemic and and so on. So probably I think he's also going to be a bit more um, like enthusiastic about getting to race there. So despite being his home race, Danny Ricciardo hasn't had the greatest track record there. Um, In 2013, he had a DNF for Toro Rosso. He had the same in 2014. Uh, He had another DNF in 2017 for Red Bull and another one in 2019. It's not been the greatest track record. He's never won there. His top finish is fourth. He's finished fourth in 2018 and in 2016. Um, But I think really the top Danny Ricciardo news this week is that he's brought out a wine decanter. Um, Did you guys watch this advert and what did you think of it? I was sitting there going, right, I've already got the wine. Well, I've already drunk it, but I can get another bottle. And um, I was thinking, right, I need this decanter. Um, What was it in the shape of, guys? A shoe, obviously. And hopefully the drink would taste a lot nicer from this decanter than it would from his actual racing shoe after a race. Well, yes, but um, I don't know if you guys saw the advert. Uh, Delilah, did you see the advert? And did you see the price of this shoe? No, I did not. (laughs) But I I know that it's expensive. So, yes, uh, it, it is expensive. You're absolutely right. I was sitting there going, right, I'll just, just load up old Amazon here. Um, it's £700 for a wine decanter of his shoe. I mean, I would expect Danny Ricardo's real shoe for £700. And But just for the record, I would also still drink out of that. Absolutely, 100%. But in terms of um, Lando, Delilah, what, what have we got to look forward to from Lando this weekend? I think uh, he was the only one to conquer points up until now for McLaren. He's certainly very motivated to bring the team to more points. Uh, And he did say that the team is not happy as they shouldn't. Um, So, yeah, I guess we will see uh, McLaren is very motivated and will have to take the right choices to hope for the best, I guess. And uh, Abby, I know you're a Lando fan. Do you think Lando's got it in the bag for this weekend? Do you think there's going to be anything special from McLaren? And we we are focusing on McLaren, obviously. It's Danny Rick. But um, what else has the paddock got to offer? I don't know. I'm I'm hoping we'll see some more. Like Delilah said, they're going to be very motivated. And hopefully with it being Ricardo's home race, he'll be rejuvenated like Lewis is when it's Silverstone. Racing in front of your home crowd gives you some sort of another sense of motivation and determination and excitement and that. And Ollie is currently pouring his wine in his shoe doing a shoey. Um, But yeah, I'm hoping, I don't know. I feel like with the track, with the new track changes as well and the new cars, obviously, it's going to be very different. Hopefully we'll see some closer racing, but I don't know what to expect with there being 
four new DRS zones, which I believe no track has ever had four DRS zones in total before. So it's going to be unprecedented. So with with DRS this year so far, Delilah, we've we've seen two drivers really using it. Um, four DRS zones. What do you think's in store? I think with four DRS zones and fifty eight laps, it means that we have the possibility to see two hundred and twenty four overtakes during the whole race between <laughs> Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc, which would mean that I will get a heart stroke at a certain point. Um, yeah, hopefully it's not going to be a game of catch and follow. Um, and we can actually see some prettier overtakes. Okay, so m- moving into the weekend itself, um, there were talks of upgrades between teams. I know there was mentions of Ferrari upgrades. Um, obviously, all the teams are currently upgrading um, their cars. It- it's a new it's a new era. Um, but Mercedes specifically, there's a lots of talk about these guys. Um, do we have any details on a, a magic fix with air quotes? Um, who wants to cover this? Toto Wolf has admitted there won't be a magic fix for the next race weekend, but Mercedes will continue to push stably to bring more developments throughout the year. So I guess they will have to be 100% focused to try and recover the season. So do, do we think that there is a magic fix? I mean, the poor poising has obviously Abby been one of the one of the real issues for this car. You see Lewis Hamilton going down like it, like he's uh, bop, 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 bop. Um, sorry, Sir Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> um, but wh- wh- how much effort is it going to take to fix these issues? And when we do, do we think we've got Sir back in the championship fight? I think it will take a lot of effort. Obviously, Mercedes lost some of their engineers. Some went to Red Bull and that. And they do seem to be struggling a lot more than other teams like Alpine, for example. I believe they've gotten on top of some of the pool poisoning issues and that. So it is sad to see Mercedes struggling with this, especially since George has stepped up into the team and Lewis said that he'll come back fighting stronger and harder this year. It won't be resolved overnight. I think the engineers and mechanics and everyone will have to put in a lot of effort. I'm hoping Mercedes get it fixed and Helmut Marko and Christian Horner, they believe that Mercedes aren't out of the title fight. They believe the Silver Arrows will be there fighting at the front of the pack. So hopefully that prediction does come true. But it will certainly take a lot of manpower and a lot of evenings and days trying to figure out how to fix this because it certainly doesn't look comfortable for either of the drivers to be racing that low to the ground with that bouncing. Absolutely. And and for the listeners, what else doesn't look comfortable is poor Abby struggling through this podcast, looking so unwell. Bless her heart. Um, in terms of um, latecomers to the show, we've got someone turning up this week who's, um, and I quote, late to school. Delilah, who's late to the party? Who is it? Of course, we have Sebastian Bethel coming in um, after having finally recovered from COVID. Uh, So, of course, we hope that he will uh, probably bring out the best, um, as we have already seen that Aston Martin has been particularly struggling. And also talking about Mercedes, I think something that we have to notice is that all sorts of Mercedes power teams have been at the bottom this year. Um, So probably that might also be a problem uh, to be considered. But I guess probably it's in this moment that Sebastian Vettel can have that sparkle more that can probably bring out something best for the team. So I guess that's our hope. 
Absolutely. And, and do you think, Abby, that there's going to be a magical moment here for Aston Martin um, where Vettel's going to come and say, right, this is wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. Bear in mind, he hasn't actually driven a 2022 car in a race condition yet. I don't know. I mean, he's got a lot of experience in the sport, obviously, behind him. But again, he hasn't been at Aston Martin for very long. He was with Ferrari and that and up until... 2021 where he moved to Aston Martin so he's still relatively new to the team in that respect but it would be cool if he could come in and sort out all their problems I think it will it might take him a lot of getting used to with the car obviously he drove it in testing but he hasn't driven it on a proper racetrack in a race yet like you said Ollie so it will take some getting used to hopefully he can come in he started in Australia before in the season's so that might be good for him in that respect, where it's he's starting fresh. But I don't know. No, and I don't, I don't think any of us do, which is which is really exciting. Um, so because we have such an ill team, this is going to be the furthest we go into the news this week. We will be back with in-depth news, opinions, insights, spicy opinions next week. Uh, but considering we were all ill, our duty now is to tell you when you can watch the Australian Grand Prix, because... We've all got to get up early this weekend, and um, I'm not very good at getting up early. I think all these guys will tell you that is 100% true. I'm the guy who will work very late at night, but you will not see me early in the morning. Um, Abby, do you want to run through when the Australian Grand Prix can be viewed by the English audience? So the timings for the Australian Grand Prix in British summertime are for FP1. It is 4am till 5am. For FP2, it is 7pm till 8pm. FP3 is 4am till 5pm. Qualifying is 7am till 8am. Did I just say PM for one of them? I feel like I just said I don't think you did, but if you did, I will magic it out. And the Grand Prix begins at 6am on a Sunday morning until 8am. So I will be having a nap on Sunday, that is for sure. Right, so uh, uh, F1 fans will know that you have to have a beer whilst you watch an F1 race, right? So I'm going to have to get up at, what, quarter to... Well, if the race is at six, I'm going to be have to be up at six... Well, 4.30 to watch the build-up. What point do I crack my beer? This is, this is illegal. You're not allowed to crack beers at this time, right? So what do we do, apart from crack them before the race, Abby? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have this thing where me and my dad, if there's a, a crash or a yellow flag, red flag, any sort of incident, we have a shot for everyone. Oh my I God. Not, <laughs> I am not having shots that early in the morning. I can tell you that now. Well, will your dad be? Because I'll, I'll be I'll be around your house watching it with your dad <laughs> if he is. Um, Delilah, what do the Italians do when, when races are on at this time of day? Do you, do you have a, um, what's an Italian beer? Oh my God. A beer Moretti? I don't think, but at the same time, if it's five o'clock somewhere, no one said if it has to be a.m. or p.m. Hey. <laughs> true, very true. Absolutely. Um, so, yes, it's going to be a very, very early uh, weekend for F1 fans, and we're going to be very grumpy when it comes into the evening. So warn the wives, warn the husbands. Um, by, by, by dinner time, we're going to be grumpy as hell. And a very big shout out to our um, American 
Formula Nerds writer, Naya, who is going to be covering our early morning session. So you can get all of the action from F1. Uh, read the reports on our website, www.formulanerds.com, where you can read what happened, just in case you didn't wake up in time. Um, but Delilah, you're going to be up watching it, aren't you? I will. Abby, you're going to be up doing shots with your dad, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm on the Race Review podcast afterwards, so I have to watch it. So you're going to be absolutely smashed for the Race Review. Good (laughs) stuff. Um, We will be there. Well, I'll be there too. Um, We'll be discussing all of the action from the Australian Grand Prix in the Race Review podcast on Sunday. So make sure you listen to that. Um, But... We're going to leave it there. Delilah, thank you so much for stepping in and helping us out due to the the nerds plague that has uh, uh, gone across our team. Thank you for having me. And well, maybe we can do it again sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We'd love that. And Abby, thank you for, even though you had the plague, being here. That's okay. I'm always happy to do a Formula Nerds podcast. And back to bed now. Um, So we will see you on Sunday. Enjoy the Australian Grand Prix. Thank you and goodbye. Network.